0: A visitor of www.godsaidmansaid.com sent in the following question, which is a question fueled by many heated discussions. The question is as follows. I want to know what is said biblically about interracial marriage between Caucasian, Middle Eastern, Filipino, African American, etc. Can you please advise? Thank you. The word of God has the answer. God said that he created Adam and Eve, and from them all mankind on earth came to be. From that original root came the yellow, white, black, and red races and all variant nationalities that exist today. We are called mankind, simply a kind that is called man. It should be noted that God doesn't make any negative statement about biracial marriages. Man said many things concerning biracial marriages, with most being very negative. Some pretend to quote scriptures to support their position. But generally, man's disregard for God's word results in a continued walk in darkness. Now the record. Why does so much angst exist concerning biracial marriages? The basic answer typically boils down to bigotry. Bigotry existed for thousands of years, but Charles Darwin gave it a major boost. This following quote is found in this website, in the subject titled Why is the Black Man Black? It reads, Darwin's doctrine of evolution, from which present-day Darwinians are publicly keeping their distance, depicts the gorilla and the negro occupying evolutionary positions between the baboon and the civilized Caucasian races of, man, races of man. According to Harvard University's Stephen J. Gould, biological arguments for racism may have been common before 1859, that is, before Darwin, but they increased by orders of magnitude following the acceptance of evolutionary theory. Hitler was a committed student of Darwin's evolution. In his book Mein Kampf, Hitler spoke of lower human types. He accused the Jews of bringing Negroes into the Rhineland with the purpose of ruining the white race by the necessarily resulting bastardization. Now you know why white supremacists are so tightly bound to Adolf Hitler, and you also know why degrading racial slurs such as monkey are ascribed to the black man. They evolved from Darwin's theory. The Bible has the answer to the question concerning interracial marriages. Science, geography, and history will support it. Being that bigotry is such a key factor in the argument concerning biracial marriages, dealing with it is central to solving the problem. Four foundational biblical truths clear the air on this subject. 1. The father of all mankind was a man called Adam. The Hebrew word Adam means red dirt or ruddy, and rightfully so because Adam was made from clay. The very ancient Miyatsu people of China chronicled their lineage in their ancient records long before they were discovered by Christian missionaries. They traced their genealogy back to Japheth, the son of Noah, and from there all the way back to the world's first man, whom their genealogical record calls dirt. The very first man appears to have been closer to the red man than any other. Although due to the results of situational changes highlighted in the rest of this article, it is not likely that Adam's skin you was a perfect match to any race presently upon the earth. Number two. Prior to the great worldwide flood in the days of Noah, the atmosphere was much different than it is today. For one thing, there is no record of rain until the deluge of Noah. Genesis chapter two, verses five and six. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground but there went up amidst from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Prior to the flood, there was an actual water canopy high above the sky that encompassed the earth. See Genesis chapter 1, 6-8. This water canopy served many purposes, one of which was to block ultraviolet killer rays from the sun. The importance of this piece of information, when it is coupled with geography, will become apparent a few paragraphs from here. Number 3. A Short Time After the Great Global Flood a world-defining event took place at a city called Babel, which later became the city of Babylon. It was here that Nimrod and his followers decided to build a tower into heaven, the Tower of Babel. It was also here that God, seeing that nothing could restrain them from such a foolish notion, confounded their common language. Now instead of one language, it became many. One group began speaking German, another English, another Italian, another Hebrew, etc., etc., they could no longer understand one another, so they separated in groups according to their new languages and were scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Click on the Tower of Babel on this website for more information. Now for number four. The fourth is a compilation of the truth we've just reviewed. First, the entire population came from one common father, Adam, and one common mother, Eve. See Adam and Eve on this website. In their DNA, the original parents had all the combination and looks of humanity that exists today. We are all sons and daughters of the same parents which science fully supports. Secondly, there was a great flood during which the world's atmosphere was changed forever. The water canopy above the sky that filtered out deadly UV rays was cast down to the earth and was replaced with an ozone layer which is not fully adequate in filtering out those killer rays. Ultraviolet rays are associated with over 60 diseases. Now couple that with the Tower of Babel and the scattering of mankind to different geographical locations around the globe, with each location having a different intensity of sunlight, and the following information makes clear sense. Newsweek, January 11, 1988, in an article concerning the biological DNA research of universities of Berkeley, Emory, Michigan, etc., recorded the following. Skin color, for instance, is a minor adaptation to climate, black in Africa for protection from the sun, white in Europe to absorb ultraviolet radiation that helps produce vitamin D. It takes only a few thousand years of evolution for skin color to change. In the same article, Harvard paleontologist S.J. Gould says, It makes us realize that all human beings, despite differences in external appearance, are really members of a single entity that had a very recent origin in one place. There is a kind of biological brotherhood that's much more profound than we ever realized. In a recent article published in Discover magazine, research conducted by anthropologist Nina Jablonski and her geographic systems specialist husband, George Chaplin, was featured in an article titled, Black and White. Several paragraphs from that article follow. Their findings, published in a recent issue of the Journal of Human Evolution, show a strong, somewhat predictable correlation between skin color and the strength of sunlight across the globe. But they show a deeper, more surprising process at work. Skin color, they say, is largely a matter of vitamins. Until the 1980s, researchers could only estimate how much ultraviolet radiation reaches Earth's surface. But in 1978, NASA launched the Total Ozone Spectrometer. Three years ago, Jablonski and Chaplin took the spectrometer's global ultraviolet measurements and compared them with published data on skin color in indigenous populations from more than 50 countries. To their delight, there was an unmistakable correlation. The weaker the ultraviolet light, the fairer the skin Jablonski went on to show that people living above 50 degrees latitude have the highest risk of vitamin D deficiency. Finally, the article states, humans have spent most of their history moving around. To do that, they've had to adapt their tools, clothes, housing, and eating habits to each new climate and landscape. But Jablonski's work indicates that our adaptations go much further. People in the tropics have developed dark skin to block out the sun and protect their body's folate reserves. People far from the equator have developed fair skin to drink in the sun and produce adequate amounts of vitamin D during long winter months. Thousands of years before science discovered the mystery of skin color variations, God had revealed the answer in a book of the Bible named the Song of Solomon, chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. I am black but comely, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, as the tents of Kedar, as the curtains of Solomon. Look not upon me because I am black, because the sun hath looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me. They made me keeper of the vineyards, but my own vineyard have I not kept. In regard to biracial marriages, most are unaware that Moses had a problem because he had married outside the Hebrew lineage. Numbers chapter 12 verses 1 through 10. And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses, and unto Aaron, and unto Miriam, Come out, ye three, unto the tabernacle of the congregation. And they three came out. And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud, and stood in the door of the tabernacle, and called Aaron and Miriam, and both came forth. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and I will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all mine house. With him I will speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, and not in dark speeches." and the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. And the cloud departed from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. The problems over biracial marriages are not coming from God, but from men. The social pressures upon those who choose to marry across racial lines, and especially upon any children resulting from that marriage, are enormous. But God is not the author of this confusion. God's only requirement for the New Testament believer who wishes to marry is that they only marry in the Lord. In other words, a follower of Christ must marry another follower of Christ. God said, we are all of the same father and the same mother, all a part of mankind. Men said bigotry. Now you have the record.